this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottagecore Life. Today, we are going to look at something that's of use to both our fine feathered friends <clears throat> and ourselves. <clears throat> it's a little cold out, so my health is trying to act up again, so excuse me. Which is exactly why I'm thinking about this, because this is definitely something I can use to help boost my immune system. And you're going to hear a lot about that uh, in the coming days, about eating foods that are good for us, but that's just what's going to happen. And you can always look and see what the episode topic is by looking at the title, but I would hope you'd want to at least give it a little bit of a listen, even if you're not interested in boosting your immunal health, which I don't know why you wouldn't be. You know, another thing that I want to point out is that this recipe is going to be super simple, super easy, and very easy to customize. So it's not going to be intimidating at all. So I want you to open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section on pickling and health. Because today we're going to learn about pickling garlic. Let's get started. So if you're in the United States, you've probably seen that we are having the most interesting kind of weather events. And we are also just coming out of not only avian flu that hit our chicken farms and our other poultry farms, because we don't just raise chickens, we raise all their poultry, as well as an issue with egg production. Now, if you're not in the United States, you probably had no idea this was going on. But here in the U.S., we ran through a whole series of events and a couple of months where eggs were so expensive that it quite literally was shocking to us. And when I say shocking, I mean not in the electrical shock or not in the medical form of shock, but more along the line of it struck us with an impact that couldn't be anticipated and was no way mitigated by anything immediately at hand. Eggs jumped up 300 and sometimes 400% depending on where you were buying them. And if they were farm fresh eggs, they were basically out of reach. For a few weeks, people went without eggs at all because they couldn't afford them. And of course, I'm talking about the people who are having strained budgets as well as the lower and upper middle class. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm talking about eggs, because this is supposed to be about pickling garlic and immunal health. Well, here's the thing. Egg production is tied to egg feed. Many of the people who listen to this podcast, hi, this is an extra benefit for you. Get it? Extra? You're groaning. Okay, well, all right, maybe, maybe that was a bad joke, but you get the point. Many of you who listen to this podcast are actually homesteaders or farmers, and they raise chickens. You raise chickens. So I know that you have noticed the egg issue and probably changed your feed 
I can't say whether or not it was the feed causing the eggs not to be produced, causing the chickens not to lay, because I'm not going to be held liable and I'm not going to be responsible for slander against any of the chicken feed companies. But you know what happened. You know that when you changed back to making your own feed, the eggs began to appear again. Chickens started to lay. So you can make your own conclusions from that. You can deduce from from the clues of what went on what that meant. But either way, we now have our eggs back. And one of the ways that happened was because farmers and homesteaders started taking the feed back into their hands. And with that, they also not only made their own feed, but they started, especially the new ones, started learning about ways to help chickens as far as health-wise. And one of those ways is garlic. Garlic has many health benefits, as well as helping with certain parts of the body. Basically, it deters parasites. I'm not going to say it will give you a parasitic cleanse, but it helps deter them. One of the things you always want to be careful with when you're taking care of birds is that you do not have uh, wormy chickens or parasitic infections. One of the things you always want to be concerned with as an adult human is that you do not have wormy humans or parasitic infections. Garlic can help us for both our birds and ourselves in helping to deter that because garlic has those natural properties that help in that. And when I'm talking about garlic, I mean all forms of garlic. However, I'm specifically today going to be talking about recipes for garlic you would traditionally see in a bulb in the grocery store or that you're growing. I am not referring to ramps or bear garlic today. That's not what we're talking about and we're not talking about walking onion which some people confuse for a garlic. So I wanted to be clear on that. before we get ahead of ourselves, you know what else is really good for our health? Not just for our, our blood, but allegedly for our blood, but also our digestion, allegedly, and our immune system, allegedly. I'm putting all these allegedly's out because I am not a medical doctor. I am not a naturopath and nor am I a certified herb herbalist. I always point that out to you, but I know what I know and I know what I've researched. And this is what the research is saying. So, take of that what you will. But apple cider vinegar is supposed to be helpful in these areas. And why did apple cider vinegar appear in this particular episode? Well, that's because we're going to be using the combination of apple cider vinegar and garlic together in order to create our human feed and chicken feed. In actuality, it would be more like a supplement to us, just like it would be a supplement to them. It won't hurt them, it won't hurt us, and it's pretty tasty.
So basically today we're going to learn how to pickle garlic in apple cider vinegar. And I would recommend making two jars, one for yourself and one for the chickens. Generally, if you use a quart jar, you'll need about eight bulbs, depending on the size of your garlic. Of course, some of you may be using elephant garlic, in which case you won't need as much. And others might be using that really small garlic that comes in the black box, and you'll need a lot more bulbs. Garlic is as varied as the regions where it grows, so you can find all sorts of garlic. You can even find purplish garlic. It's up to you what kind of garlic you want to use. Just remember, pickling changes the flavor of garlic slightly. So experiment to find what flavor works with you best. But for a quart sized jar, you'll definitely need about, for the average sized garlic, about eight bulbs. For a pint, about four bulbs. You're going to take those bulbs apart and you're going to peel them. Do not leave any paper on them, peel them. But do not cut them. Do not chop them, do not cut them into pieces. Leave the cloves whole. Next, you're going to have your sanitized jars and you're going to put your garlic cloves inside, leaving an inch of headroom at the top. Usually at the neck of the jar, there's a little bitty of, bit of a curve. It gives you an indication where an inch would be, where you should stop filling. Once you've got them filled and packed down as, as far as you can, you're going to fill it with your apple cider vinegar but you're still leaving that inch of headroom at the top. You can use a chopstick or a wooden bamboo skewer and you can use the blunt end of that and make sure you stir the garlic around a little bit so that any bubbles that are in the bottom will burp out, will come out. Because you don't want air bubbles in your garlic and vinegar combination. Once you've made sure of that, put your clean lid on top and close it. If you have a pickling system, a pickling lid, then you're, you're pretty much okay. Or a fermenting lid, you're pretty much okay. If not, then you wanna keep in mind that you're gonna be coming back to burp these jars or this jar pretty regularly every day for the first few days and at least checking on it every three days to make sure you burp it so it doesn't explode because gases are going to actually accumulate because of the pickling process. I know some of you may be saying to yourself, okay, now I have to go out and look in the store and spend this extra money to get the apple cider vinegar, the raw stuff, the, the one in the heavy glass jar, and it has to be ultra perfect, and it has to have the mother in it, or I have to go and find a crunchy granola mom and find someone who's fermenting her own apple cider vinegar 
for it to be the best and then I have to go to the farmer's market and search through the farmer's market and find the very best, the very most perfectly shaped, perfectly spaced, compact, and complete bulbs of garlic, preferably with a knack in order to make this work. And I'm going to tell you, none of that is true. Just grab some garlic from the store, from the supermarket, or from your storage if you have some on your wall in a braid. Just grab some garlic, throw it in the jar after you peel it, grab some apple cider vinegar. It doesn't have to be organic. It doesn't have to be with the mother of the fermenting in there. It doesn't have to be in a glass jar. Just grab your apple cider vinegar of the right percentage. You know it should be a minimum of 5% and just put it in the jar and go. It's fine. We don't make things hard for ourselves here. We do things that we love. And sometimes we just have to accept that love is easy. Sometimes love isn't necessarily easy. But it's worth it. Now, you can also flavor a little bit of this garlic. In the recipes that I've seen, people have added honey. Just a little bit. That's not something I want to do. If I am preserving my garlic and honey, that's all I'm preserving in it. I'm not preserving it in both. And yes, you can preserve garlic and honey. It's actually garlic honey. But that's not what we're making today. Something else you could do would be to add capsaicin to it, which I'm saying specifically, you could add pepper flakes, the hot pepper flakes, and make it a hot garlic. By adding the red pepper flakes or hot pepper flakes, you're also helping with the deworming action or the, not even deworming, but the worm deterring or parasite deterring action in the garlic for yourself and for the chickens. Because those pepper flakes, the capsaicin flakes, actually do help with that. You definitely wouldn't be using this in place of chicken feed, but you would use it to supplement the chicken feed. Just like you wouldn't use this in place of a meal, but you could use, the sub you could use it to supplement your meal, or as a snack, as a treat. Now, just as a word of advice, do not use garlic that you are using to grow in your kitchen for the scapes. Some of you are sprouting garlic in your kitchen and you're using it to cook your dinners. And I want to point out that once that garlic has sprouted and is growing those green sprouts for you, those scapes for you also, those are not the pieces of garlic you would use for this. And it would seem that it would be common sense or something you would naturally understand, but there's a lot of people who don't know. 
and wouldn't think that. They would think, well, garlic is garlic. So this is not what that is for. Use garlic that is not sprouting fully green shoots. Don't, don't use that garlic. And we've come to the end of pickling our garlic. For the first couple of weeks, make sure you keep an eye on it, burp it regularly. Burping it is to take the lid off to let out the air and then replacing it. If you're using a canning jar, don't tie it too, don't screw it on too tightly, not even finger tight. Just set it somewhere where it will be undisturbed because you don't want it to explode. Again, burp it regularly. After the first two weeks, you won't need to do it as much. And I just want to warn you, there will be a point where the garlic will turn green. It's fine. It's, it's not rotting. It will turn back. Just be patient. It'll be fine. As always, if you feel something is rotten, throw it out. You'll be able to tell by smell. But that won't happen as long as the garlic is submerged by the apple cider vinegar. It should be over it at all times. There should be plenty of room, plenty of room in that jar for the apple cider vinegar to have covered it. If the apple cider vinegar is not completely covering it when you're pickling, you need to add apple cider vinegar immediately. And if it has begun to change, and looks like it's rotting, get rid of it. Pickling can be dangerous. We don't want to take a chance. So again, I hope you will try this for your chickens and yourself. Because personally, anything that's anti-parasitic, I'm here for it. I've actually had a parasitic infection from bad water. So this is a near and dear topic to me. Now you can let this sit for anywhere from two to six weeks, keeping in mind that the longer that it pickles, the more complex the flavor will be. The flavor will also mellow because some people can't stand particularly hot garlic. So if that's you, you definitely want to let it sit a little bit longer. If you like super hot spicy garlic, you can definitely let it just ferment, not ferment, I'm sorry, pickle for about two weeks. Keeping in mind that there are flavor variations available. Again, you could always add capsaicin, you could add the red pepper, pepper flakes. But you can also add other flavors like prickly ash or spice berry. It really is up to you. What I would not recommend is adding any kind of fresh herb because that can change how everything goes. If you add an herb, make sure it's dried completely. Also, the chickens can't taste the red pepper flakes if you add them. So 
don't worry about that part. It'll be fine. Even if you add jalapenos, it would still be fine. And that's really a good use for jalapeno seeds. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you will, if you're a homesteader, send me a message and let me know how much your chickens like this. And if you have any secret recipes for your feed, feel free to pass them along and I will pass them along to my friends. I love sharing things in my friend circle and we're friends, right? Just a shout out today to our book, the book that you helped me write, My Magical Cottage Car Life, the quick recipe book. And it is on Amazon. If you are interested in it, go take a gander. I think you'll like it. If you have a special topic you'd like me to cover, please let me know. I have quite a few coming up. But I did have a request this week. So I have a very special episode coming out this weekend. I did not ignore your email. You know who you are. So look for your episode this Saturday. I look forward to seeing you next time here on My Magical Cottage Core Life. And lastly, before we go any further, I wanted to add a special note to this episode. Did you know that you can use the pickled garlic and some of its brine as a dipping sauce for boiled eggs? You can. You can also add it to your ramen with the boiled eggs and sprinkle some of it over the top. It's an acquired taste, but it tastes pretty good to me. And yes, I have pickled garlic before. I do love the taste. So if you try this, I think you'll like it. You can even add a tiny bit of hoisin sauce. Hoisin sauce, I always say, I always have so much trouble. But hoisin sauce mixed with the pickled garlic brine and a little bit of chopped of the garlic and boiled eggs, that's a good time for me. I, I really like that, so give it a try. You'll like it. <laughs>